0: Welcome to Let's Talk Loyalty, an industry podcast for loyalty marketing professionals. I'm your host, Paula Thomas, and if you work in loyalty marketing, join me every week to learn the latest ideas from loyalty specialists around the world. This episode is brought to you by Epsilon and their award-winning PeopleCloud loyalty solution. Personalization should be integrated into the entire customer experience, including your loyalty program. With this in mind, Epsilon recently released a guide outlining six key components that will put you on the path to personalizing the entire loyalty experience. This guide challenges you to do some housekeeping and reconsider how you think about your current and future loyalty personalization efforts. So, to download your copy of the report, visit epsilon.com forward slash let's talk loyalty. Welcome to episode 179 of Let's Talk Loyalty. And my guest today is a former colleague and a friend from back home in Ireland. Eileen McGuinness is the co founder of the Irish Loyalty Awards and the Irish Loyalty Summit which are happening in a beautiful Irish castle just outside Dublin on April 28th this year. Eileen joins me today to share the fantastic loyalty content and speakers that you can expect to hear at the event. So... Whether you're listening today in Ireland, in Europe, or even further afield, there are loads of reasons to plan to attend and connect with loyalty professionals from around the world, including me at this wonderful event. So, Eileen McGuinness joining me from my home country of Ireland, welcome to Let's Talk Loyalty. Hi Paul and thank you so much for inviting me on your show. Uh, Delighted to have you, Eileen. Which part of
1: the country are you in at the moment? So I'm in the West of Ireland. um, So uh, it's great. I'm not moving as much as we used to. I think Paulo and we were working together. We were on the the road a lot. So um, thankfully, I'm, I'm a little bit more based in the West
0: of Ireland now. Okay. So working from home like a lot of people, but a lot of activity, I guess, up in Dublin as well, which we'll be talking about today. Absolutely. Great. Great. Well, listen, um, I'm excited to get into talking about the, um, the two different things that you're working on at the moment, which is obviously the Irish Loyalty Summit and the Irish Loyalty Awards. So we'll talk through all of the details about those. But before we get into all of the detail, as you know, I asked you, what is your favorite loyalty program for listeners to hear all about?
1: Yeah, and I thought it was an easy question, <laughs> um, but it's not. And in preparation for the show, I decided we debated around the dinner table, and the consensus was that none of us could come to an agreement. Um, so, oh. I that, so I think so what we came came away with really like beauty is always in the eye of the beholder, in my eyes, um, and that it kind of shows the challenges out there for loyalty marketeers in trying to get a program that suits everybody and suits every age group. Yeah, um, you're right you know, really, really difficult. We we really could not agree on anything. Um, So so I'm going to give you my perspective on it. And, you know, it would be remiss of me not to mention some of the wonderful, wonderful local initiatives in Ireland um, Mm -hmm. really could compete on the global scale. Yeah. Um, and some of my top picks, are the more traditional programs, you know, the Super Value Real Rewards, mm-hmm. the Sky VIP Rewards, M&S Sparks. Mm. But I think you're going to say, come on, Eileen, get to the answer. But uh, <laughs> Give us one. Go on. Give you one. So I think my favorite and the one that I'm most engaged in and have been a member for over 20 years is the British Airways Executive Club Frequent Flyer program. Uh, um, wow. So and some of the some of you out there who know some of my background might say, oh, she was going to say that. But really anybody that knows me um well knows that I love to travel. Yeah. Um and 20 years ago we joined the program and you know we had the American um express credit card and our annual goal was to get the companion voucher. Um and yes. Yes. you know, it, it was very simple. It's a it's your traditional frequent Fryer program. Um, but, you know, it worked. Um, we were totally engaged. Um, yeah. And still am. I, I'm still totally engaged in collecting Navios um, yeah. for upgrades, probably used it more for lounge access or, you know, discounts off flights more than the long haul flight. Yeah. But um, back in the day and to this day, you know, I still remember my last um, redemption was in 2019. And that's obviously it, with everything else that happened. But it was to mm. South Africa you know with a companion voucher as well as um you know redeeming Monavios and what yeah. an amazing trip. What a way to start a holiday, you know, and you don't forget that, Paula, you know, that stays yeah. with you. Yeah. Um. So I think you're you're, you're keen on Freak of Flyer programmes as well, Paula, because I know you're actually <laughs> engaged in them. So, you know.
0: For sure. But I think you've trumped me, Eileen, with the 20 years of membership. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm showing my age. OK. Well, we're actually, I think, a similar age. So um, so I don't think that's actually it. But um, I probably discovered the power of loyalty programmes, I would say, 20 years ago from a business perspective. Perspective, but I I wouldn't have been actually I was on the airline side, so I probably didn't have a consumer perspective of you know what behavior I wanted to change because I had the airline tickets already. Yes. Um, but you and I did a lot of work together with Avios, um, and I I really think that that's an extraordinary currency. I suppose particularly, Eileen, because of the sheer global breadth now of the um, all of the different airlines that do use the Avios currency, I still think it's um, probably not as well known as things like Air Miles, for example, where in the past, but um, but I'm ex-British Airways myself, as you know, so I love the brand, uh, love the 20 years of loyalty by you to them. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think it's a brilliant start and fair play because I know it's a tough call given that you are, uh, you know. I suppose in the context of the Irish loyalty market, you are creating an event for everyone. So um, very hard. It's almost like asking you your favorite child. So <laughs> well yeah, done. I, yeah, but I, you know, I think it's important that we're,
1: you know, I'm totally honest and um yeah. you know, anybody that knows me will know that I am, am definitely the travel junkie. Um I'm the one totally. that organizes the trips. Um so yeah, Brilliant. I mean. I'm it's 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 such a valuable asset to me to definitely totally. have a of Flyer program under
0: my belt. Absolutely. Brilliant. So um, so how did you get into, I suppose, first of all, setting up the Irish Loyalty Awards, Eileen, because um, I think we both agreed maybe when we chatted before that Ireland doesn't always do a lot of things focused on, you know, I suppose a very tiny niche. You know, we have our wonderful marketing awards and marketing events, but loyalty marketing obviously is another tiny segment. So so what made you realize that there was such a big opportunity for Irish loyalty marketeers?
1: Yeah, so, you know, having worked in the UK um, and working in loyalty for a number of years, it's quite a vibrant community. There's a lot of stakeholders, um, there's a lot mm-hmm. of kind of influencers in loyalty in the UK, yeah. um, and it, it, it had a good community. Um, it's definitely mm-hmm. improved over the years. Um, and when I was involved in the launch of air club in Ireland, it, it became very kind of evident that we didn't really have our own loyalty community. Um, you know, you were kind of dealing with marketing departments who touched on loyalty, but they didn't really yeah. have many kind of specific kind of special special people working in loyalty um yeah and you know it just kind of said okay listen there th- has to be the opportunity here and I did it more for a selfish reason because I found it very difficult to get everybody in the room together and to meet everybody um yeah you know and you kind of said okay let's let's see what they're doing in the UK and let's see what they're doing globally yeah. um and then the gap was there you know there, there's a need for an Irish loyalty awards um so I touch base with my colleague, Marion Kelly, who has huge experience in building yes. successful wards programs. Um, and with Marion's experience and my experience, it was like
0: marriage med really. So, oh. um, and, and delighted. It's, it's gone from strength to strength. It certainly has, Eileen. So well done to you and Marion, because again, I know there's a lot of risk involved with, with I suppose, any new business, Eileen, um, but particularly in the event space. And we all know the past couple of years haven't been the easiest, particularly in your business. So I'm I'm super impressed that you guys are, you know, full steam ahead for April 2022 and for the Irish Loyalty Summit and awards. So um, with that exciting um, upcoming event happening, tell us exactly Exactly. What are you planning um, to do? First of all, I guess, on the summit side, and um, because I know you have some amazing content planned, which actually is going to be relevant for people if they want to travel perhaps from the UK, as you said, or from Europe or, dare I say, even the U.S.?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and that's exactly, um, even though it's based in Ireland, it really is targeting pan-European international people who want to come and meet and learn more from these experts that we have invited to speak at the Loyalty Summit. Mm. Um, so the Loyalty Summit is a... takes place prior to the awards night. It's on the same day. It's okay. the 20, 28th of April mm-hmm. um, and kickoff is at 9 a.m. But really the track this year. And I think it's so, so important because I think, you know, what we've gone through, I think what we've proven is that loyalty programs, you know, miss all the challenges that we have, but they're definitely an effective crisis management tool for, totally. for organizations. And I think, yeah. you know i think that theme is going to come through in the summit and uh the theme of the summit is very much about remastering new and reimagine mm, um because nice. you know yeah you know there's so much there's so much you can do you can you can only acquire customers and they'll churn and then they'll reactivate and you can keep your campaigns doing that yeah. successfully but really there comes a time where you have to say stop let's mm. look at what we're doing let's remaster let's innovate yeah. and let's put some new concepts there so the Summit is very much geared at that. Um. And Paula, you know, I've spoken to you before about we have, um, the, I think the Irish are very good at looking in and we're looking at programmes here on in Ireland. But I think to really, to look at loyalty programmes, I think it's really key to look at it on an international global scale as well. Yeah. Um, and that's why we probably have, we have two speakers, um, international speakers confirmed coming over from both Canada and the US. And yeah. we're also waiting on an inter- another international major airline to come over. Mm. Um, so, and I think that's going to give it what we're all, you know, not just the Irish attendees, but also, you know, our neighbours in the UK, um, in Europe. um, I think it's to give that global perspective on what's happening across the world is is really, really key.
0: Yeah. And and I've often said it, Eileen, like, one of the reasons that I always loved um, being a, a loyalty consultant was that idea of, I guess, sharing, you know, case studies and ideas from one industry that might be completely different, but might just give you an insight into what you can do in your own business. And I think it's only when you take time out of the day job and sit and listen to, as you said, a leading global airline, or you've mentioned, for example, Supervalue, which is Ireland's leading grocery um, store, just for anyone who doesn't you know, the brand leading utilities like Sky, again, do extraordinary work in loyalty. And I think there's things in there that can be applied regardless of whether you are a grocery store or an airline, or again, if you're in a completely different country, there's always themes that that can be picked up and learned by people just by being present there.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we're not just targeting people who have large loyalty programs. This is for people who are putting their toe in the water, who are, you yeah. know, they're, they're thinking about it. They want to see, you know, is, is it worth it? You know, we're yeah. still, I, I I still say it here and I still think we're behind the curve a little bit when it comes to loyalty. And getting yeah. the a fair share of the marketing budget for loyalty is still challenging here. Yeah. Um I I think if anything good has come out of the last two years is that, you know, to be able mm. to connect with your customer and engage yeah. um, and talk to them is, is crucial. And the way yeah. to do that is through a loyalty program. For sure.
0: Yeah, yeah. And again, I think, again, we've said it on the show quite a few times, you know, the the respect for loyalty has increased exponentially when there, you know, there aren't the opportunities to meet your customers, perhaps in stores, the way you might have done in the past or all of the traditional ways that loyalty has been left as a nice to do. I think there's always something um, that really is, you know, that the priority, I remember it actually in the recession as well, back in 2008, when I got into loyalty the first time it's counter cyclical and it's when there's a crisis and there are very few customers available that suddenly I suppose senior leaders in business realize that they have to take care of them and as you've said you can always keep your acquisition campaigns going but that's expensive time consuming and you know at the end of the day it's much cheaper as we know you know as professionals to keep the customers you have so so I love all of that I love the whole um theme about remastering and optimizing, I suppose, for, you know, let's let's hope, hopefully say the post pandemic world. So tell us a bit about the two international speakers. Um, very excited. I know both of them, of course, but for listeners, yeah, yeah. So tell our, us about our first those.
1: Key, our first keynote address is from Bond Loyalty. And um, so Bond, for anybody that don't know, um, a lot of your listeners will know, they're based in Canada. They're a global customer experience, marketing and, and management and measurement company. Yeah. Um, they, they've worked a lot of uh, along. They've done, I suppose, one of their pieces of work most people will know is the annual loyalty report. Yeah. Um, you know, which Looks at nine hundred loyalty programs across twenty countries. Yeah. Yes, they don't at the moment they don't include Ireland. But you know, I think what mm. we can do is take some of the insights based on those nine hundred loyalty programs and mm. look, give it an Irish lens and look at what programs we're doing here and how what we can take from the learnings that comes out of that report. Sure. Um, Who's traveling is Kyle West and Kyle's a great guy. Um, he's the managing director oh, from Global cool. Insights. Um, great. So and, and poor Kyle, he, he was literally on the runway the last time. Um, oh no. For hour. <laughs> Absolutely. yeah. I <laughs> oh, literally my. got hold of him. Wow. Um, wow. I, I think he was actually in the departures lounge um, and wow. we got hold of him not, not to get on the airplane because we had to cancel. Oh, so, bless. Um, Wow. They have been hugely, hugely supportive. They're very excited about coming to Ireland, um, yeah. Yeah, and you know he's he's hanging around for the night. He's he's available, and um, cool. you know. W- you yeah. know, he, their attitude is very much, listen, I want to, I, I want to speak to your brands. I, you know, I'm, yes. I'm here. I, I really, I'd love to give some insights. So yeah. I think um, it'll be a wonderful keynote address and it'll be opening the summit, which is a fantastic way to open the summit, I believe.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I don't know if you know, Eileen, but Bond, we're also on Let's Talk Loyalty um, just when last year's loyalty report came out. So I can definitely say for people, um, there's incredible insights. And I remember, for example, talking about things like, you know, there's, there's actually, actually a shift which as you said is exactly relevant no matter what country or what industry you're in and the shift that they were talking about and just in my particular conversation was um you know being loyal to your customers instead and before you expect them to be loyal to you and I remember kind of having my mind was a bit blown (laughs) I was like oh my god wow like we've had it back to front for so long but I think Bond have that kind of um, very strategic perspective. So I know I only got half of of exactly the, the detail and the value in that report. So super exciting to hear about Kyle coming over. Um, yeah, it's wonderful. Yeah, wonderful. And then the next one, tell us, uh, tell us your second well, one. Well, it's,
1: it's, it's a chap you know very well as well, also, <laughs> uh, Paul. I don't know there's anybody in the loyalty world you don't know, but um, yeah, yeah. this is um, from the Loyalty Academy. Um, and this is Mike Capizzi. Um, Mike, as we all know, is a veteran when it comes to um, marketing loyalty. Um, and Mike's going to, he, he's coming here for, it's twofold really. The reason is twofold. One is um, obviously to address and, and uh, speak at the summit. But also we're launching the Pan-European um, CLMP workshop, which will take place in September. Um, yes. So he's there to give people information about that, which is absolutely wonderful. Yeah. Um, but, you know, Mike's, Mike's um, experience, I think, will be invaluable. And his presence throughout the event will be absolutely wonderful. So I'm For really sure. excited. And, and again, Mike, Mike had to cancel his flights last time around. So he's keen, very keen to get here this time. So totally. looking forward to meeting Mike in person.
0: Yes, yes, no, absolutely. And Mike was here recently, Eileen, because also in Dubai. I'm sure you know we ran the um, CLMP. Mm. Some some colleagues and some friends of mine here in the the Dubai market. Um, a huge turnout, I will say. Um, for anyone listening, they probably know that I myself have the Certified Loyalty Marketing Professional CLMP uh, qualification. And for me, I think it was, I suppose, the reassurance, Eileen. I don't know if you've ever heard this. I suppose from all of the kind of brand- brands that you're talking to, but I think a lot of people come into loyalty from another side of marketing or to your point earlier where they might be doing an ad campaign this week and a loyalty campaign next week. So they don't get the dedicated um, niche training. So I always felt that I wasn't really up to speed ever like (laughs) that there was so much more to know about the expertise. So that's why I did my CLMP. I had to do it online at the time. Um, But yeah, super excited that it's coming to Europe. I think it's the first time CLMP has been done in Europe, if I'm not mistaken,
1: yeah, absolutely. It's the first pan-European CLMP. Um, Wonderful. Yeah, it's going to be a two-day workshop held in Ireland, um, but it's targeting obviously across Europe. So I think it's going to be exciting. I'm hoping to register myself, um, take two days out of, out of the everyday yes. <laughs> work, yeah, work life, uh, and, and as you said, just getting that formal training. I'm, I'm trained in marketing yes. um, traditionally, but you know, yeah. you kind of get yourself pushed into loyalty. I think probably about 15 years ago, I pushed myself into loyalty <laughs> because I love it. Yeah. But, um, you know, trying to get that formal
0: yeah. background qualification, it would be wonderful as well. I totally agree. Brilliant. Okay. So we'll definitely have fun and games with uh, with Mike and Loyalty Academy. Um, so give us a couple of the other kind of topics, Eileen, then, as you said, they're your two international speakers, um, but there is, uh, I think, almost a full day. And we'll talk obviously as well about the awards now in a moment. But what other kind of topics can people expect by if they, if they choose to come to the, the Irish Loyalty Summit?
1: yeah, so uh, another one which we're just waiting to get final sign off and confirmation is really about accelerating and this is this is hopefully going to be presented from a major airline, um, but it's really accelerating the transformation within your business and within your loyalty programs. Yeah. so you've weathered the storm, what do you do next? Where are you going? Yeah, um, and it's it's very much going to be about engaging customers. Um, you know, it's it's about, yeah, you know that that, that whole piece of personalization, emotional loyalty, Lovely. um you know give me what i want in the channel i want it um that <laughs> hasn't got much friction you know very yeah. simple um and that's what we're going to be looking at from another address um so that, i think most of us anybody working in loyalty is that's what we're trying to achieve um another another i think interesting area and it's more it's more the formality and it might be the, the area that was definitely i know it's, it's the area i struggle with is the more the financial side of things is really looking at loyalty liability management Yeah. Um, Yeah. So another area that I think would be really interesting is loyalty liability management. And that's going to be a subject that we're going to look at. Um, It's just really how to effectively manage the loyalty program liability. Totally. Um, And I think that's always been a question. It's always there. It's 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 always on the table. Um, And I think it's important that we kind of cover that off. And I think a lot of our feedback we got previously was it was a topic that was of interest.
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah. I mean, my own perspective again on that one, Eileen, is that it's the type of thing that it is probably worthwhile bringing in external advisors of some sort, um, you know, to give a bit of extra perspective perhaps on, you know, how is, you know, I suppose the the return on loyalty, for example, you know, how that's working. Uh, But also, as you said, just how is the liability uh, being managed by the business? You know, is it being done um, in an optimal way? So I think the financial side for most of us, as we've talked about, like we're coming in with you know classical marketing qualifications, um, and really to have a PL that's dedicated to something that has, you know, a deferred liability um, is a big responsibility. So I definitely agree that um anything. In fact, I remember going to a conference in London and there was a talk on, on liability management. And you know, it scared the, the the living daylights out of me because I really hadn't appreciated, I suppose, the level of risk um really revenue and responsibility because I didn't have the full loyalty program management at the time so yeah definitely a topic and I think people are looking for expertise on that so so that that's a great one to be including yeah yeah
1: it's kind of you know it's 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 probably more the number crunching but you know it's 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 a topic that has kind of been inter- of interest um and yeah. it was important that we put that on this on the agenda as well yeah um, cool. i just also want to I want to mention uh, you know i think a fantastic area on the agenda is just and I think it's really important because, you know, people say Ireland has its own special nuances and we do. Um, yeah. We're small. We're small in numbers. Yes. And, you know, w- when we talk about loyalty programmes, to have a million members is is absolutely huge and wonderful <laughs> here. But, you know, yeah. our listeners across the globe are like, oh, my God, that's tiny. But, you know, yes. we are um, covering in the summit is that loyalty programmes are not just for large multinationals. Yeah. Um, and we're going to look at some case studies of some really wonderful initiatives that's happening around the country. OK. Um, and look how they're performing and, you know, maybe how they're winning the game in loyalty. Um, yeah. So maybe I, I'm hoping that, you know, yeah. we can turn the tables here a bit and maybe some of the large multinationals can can get some yes. insights from some of these case studies as
0: well. Fantastic, Eileen. So an action-packed day, um, plenty going on, plenty of knowledge. And I like the way you've organized it as well in that we do the hard work first and then there's, um, there's a big social occasion, please God, in the evening. So tell us about the Irish Loyalty Awards.
1: Yeah, so the Irish Loyalty Awards, well, we're now in our fourth year, even though it's three, it's actually going to be three awards programmes. Of course. So yeah. it's taking place in the evening of the um, the 28th of April and it's taking place this year in the wonderful Kilkeigh Castle in County Kildare. Yeah. Um, absolutely beautiful venue. Um, I'm sure. hoping the sun will the sun will shine um, and I think we're all ready for a fantastic in-person networking yeah. event. Yeah. Um, to really to celebrate loyalty. It's, it's a celebration um, for everybody who's been involved Involved in loyalty over the last two years, yeah. Um, you know, we're we're rewarding excellence, creativity, innovation, mm-hmm. um, but we're also coming together as a community and supporting each other. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's really important for teams to be able to celebrate. They've had a hard time of it. Totally. Um, you know. Yeah you know what's gone on in the last few years is kind of a spotlight on loyalty programs you know what's our customers doing are they engaging and yeah. so the, there has been definitely a spotlight but on everybody out there when they're working in loyalty yeah. so i think they're they're ready for a night off um i think they're yeah. ready to to get clapped on the back and um yeah. i think also you know our stakeholders and it would be remiss of me not to mention our our, our sponsors because they've been absolutely yes. Hand and heart. Absolutely wonderful throughout this whole process. Yes, um, please do. Supporting us every, every step of the way. Um, yeah, so yeah. I'm not going to mention them individually, but um, I'm going to thank they're all on our website. And I really want to thank every one of them because wonderful. they have supported myself and Marion throughout the whole process. So it's been wonderful.
0: Yeah, proper partners. I know you've said that all along. So well done. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Wonderful. Great. So um, so the entries, so obviously for, for anyone in Ireland who's listening, part of the loyalty community, as you've talked about, um, first and foremost, it's time to um, to start getting, you know, I suppose, sharpen the pencils um, or, you know, boost up those, um, those keyboards and get writing because you've just opened the entries for all the different categories.
1: That's correct. Yeah. So Call for Entries is now open opens which is very exciting um so there's 19 categories there's something there for everyone um yeah and i know you know i've i've been the other side of the desk trying to put an entry into an awards (laughs) program and it's time it is time consuming you push it aside oh my goodness what what are they looking for you know how how many words submission but just give yourself some time prepare look at the criteria yeah um you know i get visibility of all the entries um and you know some people don't do themselves justice. Just give yourself time, look at the criteria, yeah. pull together your your proposal uh, and get it in there because yeah. we've had some, some really surprising winners over the last three years. And, um, you know, today they still speak about it. So, you know, I think if you're not in, I suppose the old
0: cliche, you won't win. So, you know, get, yeah. get your entries in and get recognised. Totally, and again, as you know, Eileen, I in the past have been a judge for um, for various, you know, loyalty magazine awards, mm. for example, um, and I can also say that you know the um, the entry criteria is always crystal clear, and that's because obviously the judges need to be able to evaluate, you know, from a very you know um, independent perspective who is the best winner of each award. So um, I often saw entries that were in no way related to the category that they were entered in. Or they weren't properly even written, you know, or spell checked, or, you know, there's things like that where if you put the time and effort in, you can have a fantastic entry. And if you do happen to win something, I mean, it's a it's a joy and um, recognition that you carry for your whole career. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's the return
1: on winning an award, you know. Let's not underestimate awards have been around for ages, but you yeah. know, to this day, you know it, that pride you get on the night to stand yeah. up there and receive your award—you yeah. just can't take it, take from it. Um, and you know it's fantastic that you can go back to your business. But more, I think more importantly, you go back to your business and and, and you can fight more f- to get more loyalty budget <laughs> and totally. do more and do better and do better. You know, that's use it to your benefit. Um, totally. And that's what I say. Absolutely. You're getting it's a great night. Absolutely. It's a great networking night. But, you know, use it to your benefit. Yeah. Um, go back to your organization and, and get your voice
0: heard for your loyalty budget. Fantastic. Absolutely. So for anyone listening, um, I know the website is the Awards.com and the entries are open, I know, until the 15th of March. Um, and again, that gives you guys then just time to, uh, to do all of the independent judging. I know you have a panel of some of Ireland's best loyalty experts um, independently looking at all of those to choose the winners And then obviously the tickets are on sale as well for the summit. Um, So April 28th. I know you're going to be super busy between now and then, Eileen. Um, Any other calls? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's going to be super exciting. And I will say, actually, I was at a loyalty conference here in Dubai um, just in October. And the level of joy that everyone felt by, you know, just being back together again. I can honestly say I felt a little bit high. <laughs> it was just amazing. So exciting to, to reconnect with people. So um, for listeners, um, I will also say that I am personally traveling from Dubai. I've already booked my uh, flight. I've got my hotel room in Kilkee Castle because who doesn't love to stay in an Irish castle from time to time. So um, I'm really looking forward to meeting all of the members of the Irish loyalty community who I've probably lost contact with, if, if I'm honest, since I left a few years ago, Eileen. So so from my side, yeah. I'm super looking forward to it. So um, yeah, it's great, great fun all around. Yeah, I think,
1: I think everybody has marked it in the calendar. Um, excitement is starting to gather momentum. We're all kind of keeping our fingers and our legs crossed. that Nothing, no, no yeah. curveballs <laughs> gets thrown at us again, but yeah, um, we're not going to go there. We're going to keep positive and we're going to happen. It's, it's, all steam ahead. It's going to happen on the twenty eighth of April, so um, we we just really can't wait. And um, you know what I you know what I want to say for anybody out there, yes, um, who just wants to talk about it. Um, Mary yes. and I are available on the end of end of a phone call. Um, we're very happy to discuss your entry. Um, if you've got any questions regarding the criteria, we're always on hand um, to answer any questions that they would have.
0: Fantastic, Eileen. So what I'll do then is I'll make sure that we link to both yourself and Marion in the show notes, obviously for this episode. And if anybody does want to, you know, as as Eileen said, and connect, for example, to discuss entries or opportunities or something about the summit, for example, it's Eileen McGinnis. I'm not sure there's too many Eileen McGinnises on LinkedIn, Eileen, are there? (laughs) I don't think so. I haven't checked, Paula, but (laughs) I There you go. There you go. Great stuff. Any any closing comments then other than that, Eileen, from your side?
1: No, just really a a huge thank you to everybody who has supported this summit and the loyalty awards to date, Um, our sponsors, of course, I've mentioned them already, but also our judges and, but more importantly, um, our loyalty marketing professionals here in Ireland who work every day tirelessly um, in butting the best proposition out there to the customers and really to keep the flag flying for loyalty.
0: Wonderful. Okay. well, listen, on that note, Eileen McGuinness, co-founder of the Irish Loyalty Awards. Thank you so much from Let's Talk Loyalty. Thank you, Paula. This show is sponsored by The Wise Marketeer, the world's most popular source of loyalty marketing news, insights and research.